0: Welcome to Evolution in Controls. I'm your host, Tim Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Technological advancements are changing the very world around us even as we watch. Nowhere is this change more impactful than in the mobile and off-highway equipment market. The change is actually twofold. First, the technology and what it can do is growing by leaps and bounds. But secondly, the design of the vehicles and equipment that incorporate this new technology must adapt, change, and evolve as a result of this new technology and this presents a problem for both the equipment manufacturer and the supplier of components or systems that bring this new tech how do you best incorporate this new tech into a traditional vehicle or equipment design what are the boundaries of performance for the technology or the equipment in real-world applications for a piece of equipment that is designed for years of service and thousands of hours of operation who holds responsibility for continued performance to specification? Are there changes that need to be made in the approach of the design process itself or in the creation of the performance spec in the first place? Can these two parties, the equipment builder with their intimate design knowledge and the component or system provider with their detailed knowledge of the new tech, work together better? Here to answer these questions and to tell us about a solution is Mr. Terry Hirschberger. He's director of sales application engineering for Bosch Rexroth's mobile group. Terry, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Tim. It's good to be with you today. Tell us
1: a little bit about yourself. How long you've been with Rexroth? What, what do you do? Yep. So I've been with Rexroth 28 years. Um, I've been throughout the company, started in the application engineering world, applying components, electric side, so electronic okay. controls, and then back into application engineering and product management. So it's it's a good journey. Uh, within our company and and lots of experience with it. Well, we're talking about validating applications. How long has
0: Rexroth been doing this? Why are they doing it? What what are you trying to accomplish?
1: Right, so for as long as I've been with the company we've been validating uh, validating machines and I'm sure long before that. And the whole purpose is really to ensure that the component that we're um, putting into a machine is placed there in the right way and operating within the parameters that it was designed for. So making sure that the bearing life um, is correct by looking at the pressures and flows uh, of a system. So it just, it's a benefit to both us and to the OEM. Are you actually changing the OEM's design or are you just validating what they have designed? Can be both. Um, in some cases we're purely validating that our component is placed in the right way and in some cases, when we're involved in the, the right timing, uh, what ends up happening there is, is that we may resize a component or the layout of the component, hose runs, wire runs, those sorts of things on the machine that would enable the machine to be better. Tell me, how, how, how does this work? How do you validate an application? What's the process
0: or the steps?
1: Yeah, very much the process and process, process. And that's really being involved on the front end side from the requirement specification or, or we'll call it the V model. So requirement specification, down to the design work, and then back to the validation. In other words, validating the requirements mm-hmm. were put placed there correctly or on the machine and operating correctly. Do you have to start at the very beginning of the process with the, with the OEM? Can you come in at any point in the process? We can. We can come in on the back end and say, yes, this is the data that's collected. It's better on the front end simply because then we're working with them as we work with them in this application. We know that the right components going on the machine, the right motor's placed there, the right valve is placed there, the right flows that we're expecting to have on the machine are are put in place. So you're asking an
0: OEM, an an equipment designer, to let you into their design process,
1: their machine, Do you get pushback? Why why should they invite you in like this? Sometimes they, they welcome it openly um, it depends really what their strengths are because many times they are the machine builder and it could be the mechanical that they're really strong with and they need someone to help with whether it's the electrical drive side now or whether it's the hydraulic side um, they welcome that in when they have all of that knowledge then we're there to help validate and I'll say yes you're right this was the way it was to be designed and this is operating with within the specifications that it's supposed to.
0: What is the OEM? get from you validating this. There's got to be a,
1: a return for them. Sure is. And I, I'll i go back to the standards that are out there. It's the machinery directives that everyone is being asked to operate under this ISO 13849. Global stage, machines traveling all over. This is to ensure that they've done their job. And really, it's it's a benefit to them that when they have applied the right components, dot I's, cross T's, everything is done in the right way and the duty cycle of their machine. Maybe they weren't expecting something. This helps to validate that in case anything, God forbid something would happen, that they are covered by that. They know that this machine was validated in the right way. Have you ever been brought in too late? Sometimes I say too late because then there's huge pushback from the OEM. Well, this is the way we've always done it. And maybe that's not the right way. Maybe our component needs to be operated in a different way or they've survived it it hasn't caught them uh, you know, anywhere or created a problem. So this way it's, it's, it's done, yes we validate it, and sometimes there's a design change that has to happen.
0: Does the OAM have to have their design validated by you? Can they, can they buy the product without validating the application?
1: They can. Um, okay. they can. They can do this. What we would expect from them though is that they collect the data um, and then analyze it with us um, and can look at that. And sometimes when they do um, put that in there, there could be that it's operating outside of the parameters. And then in the end, it may be a service call on the back-end side where we're going, eh, the component maybe is not operating in the parameters that it was meant to, or outside of the datasheet specifications. So it could start out as an adversarial relationship, but then change sure. through the process of understanding the application. It, it is, and ultimately we're here to help. You know, we want the machines to run in the field the right way. We're all in it together and we want it to operate in, in the right way. The OEMs are letting
0: you into their proprietary process, whether, whether it's at the beginning or it's maybe at the end, of, after they should have let you in.
1: It's got to be confidential. Do they have you sign NDAs? Is there, is there a lot of secrecy involved? There are NDAs, of course, that are in place. Um, one thing for sure, they know the design of their machine and what their machine is to do, the machine function. We know the design and the background of our component, how our component operates under certain conditions. So there's a benefit there that we have that knowledge, they have their knowledge working together then, and again, validating on the back end side that we are working together to that. The data is theirs, of course. So they own the data? They own the data. Even though you collect it? We collect it, yes, but they own the data. It is, it is theirs to keep in case something would happen. We have it, we have it on file, they have it on file. But it it says, yes, you've done due diligence. You don't have to turn it over, you can keep your working copy. That's correct, yes.
0: How how long does this process take? It sounds intrusive, or maybe
1: another word, invasive. Right, sounds that way, Um, whatever it takes, as long as it takes to work with them to ensure that we're operating under the right parameters. And mainly I say that from operating the component in the right way, or the system in the right way. And if that's months, if that's weeks, if that's days, we want to do that together um, to make that work.
0: Are there any drawbacks? I mean, all that we've talked about just all sounds very good. Are there drawbacks? Are there
1: downsides? Are there are there times where it doesn't work? I would say not a time it doesn't work. Sometimes the process can get lengthy. As you said, maybe adversarial relationship at times. And this would be the only time I can think of that it would be. We've got to work through that, and, and normally we do. It's, we're not here to throw something at them and say, you can't. It's, it's really to say, we want to work with you to do it in a right way. Are, are there applications that you just can't validate
0: because of unknowns or because of the world life application, the variables are
1: just too many, too complex? I don't know that it's too complex necessarily because then again, we know what the component is supposed to do, how it is supposed to work. So there are applications we don't know, of course. I would say over the years it's being done, we know most. But when we think about the mobile world, there are a finite number. But we come across some that we're saying maybe this component wasn't put in the right place. Again, we know where they're supposed to be applied. But typically, we can, we can walk through it. So success looks like a component that is performing without fail as expected. That's what success looks like. That's what success looks like and components working together to provide function on machine. We have series one pumps that are still running in the field. They were applied in the right way and the component was durable. Series one is 30 plus years. So if that's success, what is success over the next five years look like? What does it look like down the road? Where does this process, program, where does this go? Yeah, I think the the main thing with the technology changing, right? More and more people are talking electric drives. Industrial side, it's been there a long time. Mobile world, it's coming. It's coming more and more. Success will be how we've integrated the electrics and the hydraulics together. And as well, I think every OEM making sure that they validated the machine. I think at the end of the day, the directives, the machinery directives will force that. Hmm.
0: Terry, it's been fascinating. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate your time. and. Um, I'm anxious to see what five years down the road looks like. It will be a journey, Tim, and and thank you for letting me share. No problem. To understand how your application can be validated, contact Morel or your local Bosch Rexroth distributor. To learn more about Morel and their systems and solutions, visit morel-group.com. Don't forget to subscribe to Evolution in Controls on whatever platform you use for podcasts or on YouTube for a video version so you can be updated when we release new episodes. Thank you again for joining us today. I'm Tim Wilson, and remember, keep moving.